At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Morning everybody and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A which is brought from the new secret location as Dave the Chris would say. Speaking of Dave the Chris, we're going to have on there in a minute. <laughs> this is the warehouse. We've got a warehouse. Well, we haven't got a warehouse. My mate's got a warehouse, which we used to use when we were market traders. And I kind of still got a key to it. He lets me use it. And we've now got a guy, a gym, which I'm now going to use to keep fit and... Christ. Uh, anyway, but before we go on to that, more important things. Uh, Sunny q Firstly, I know it's Godzilla's or someone said um, a shout out to Domain Name Guy. Domain Name Guy used to come in all the time and hasn't commented for a little while. And we're just worried about you, mate. We hope you're okay. I know you did start posting a load of videos on the stocks and shares thing. I did try and watch a few of them to keep up. And I realised very quickly that I'm utterly clueless when it comes down to these things. So hold on a second. Got to put it on airplane mode. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so utterly clueless to these things. But I hope you're out there, mate. I hope you're okay. Give us a shout if you are. We're all worried about you. So that's it. Um, secondly, um, my mate Dave and two of his cab driver mates have got a podcast out there. It's called Hello Tokyo. That's just one of them things they say, like, see you later, baked potato. And it's on SoundCloud. And I listened to it. It's about three quarters of an hour. Really good. Really entertaining. It's just three South London cab drivers, or green badge holders at least. I think one of them was in the print. Just talking about life. So if you fancy it, that's the kind of thing. Please give them a shout. It's only on SoundCloud at the moment. Because I, I, the way I done it was I typed SoundCloud into Google. And then I looked for Hello Tokyo Podcast. Because when I looked for Hello Tokyo, some... Thin child or some thin girl in a pair of pants stand up. Uh, just, just a picture, like. And I thought, well, that ain't them, is it? But it's kind of some brightly coloured thing. So, hello, Tokyo Podcast. Please give me a shout. And while we're on the subject of podcasts, do remember, there's the graphic. I can't be bothered to edit my videos. That Sony Q&A is also available on all of these things, should you want to listen to it as a podcast. So, that's that out of the way. Be careful a bit. Hit the rhyme machine. 
Right, so what we got? <coughs> Intros this week. Um, I've been a bit slow with my videos. I've got a load to catch up on. I promise I will catch up on them. I'm going to try and do like a few, get a bit of a speed up on it. So the one that I did on Friday about poaching will probably cover most of that next week. So I know a few of you have commented, but by then I printed the comments out. So anyway, so... Uh, Yorkshireman's daily, uh, daily Grind, he says, good luck with a new truck. I've got to, I bought some microphones as well. I'm getting into all this stuff, making it a bit, the sound a bit better. Uh, you, uh, good luck with a new truck, you'll be throwing it around like a Luton. I put my, oh, he used to, I put my Luton on eBay with pallet truck, straps, blankets, CX type POD books, etc. Very liable van for some. I'm going back on the HGVs and plant driving due to the money being so much better at the moment. So if you want to jump on the CX, and bear in mind this guy knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for a little while. There is um, a Luton on eBay. Mate, if you want to throw me a link or something like that, I'll do the link and I'll, I'll see because people can then go straight to eBay and they'll know from you that it's all right, like, you know. So there we go. Uh, and Van on the run says, very sorry to hear about Alice. Yes, thank you, mate. It's sad. Um, have gone your separate ways. It was clear that you shared some good times together, taking care, taking money. Um, best to get back on the horse, as they say. Happy to hear there's a new lady in your life already. Yeah, I didn't hang about, did I? Um, I look forward to a proper introduction soon. Well, this has all the makings of your lucky day because, yeah, that was the main video this week. Took a little bit of time to get that one together. Jumping from a 7.5 tonne to an 18 tonne. And before I go on to it, a few things that I noticed supplementary. When I dock on a bay, and I can be there for like an hour, I used to be able to put my seat back. Because I had that sort of day bed, night bed thing. So you could just recline in that area. Now it's like, no, this ain't going anywhere. So now I've got, um, you try and put your feet up on the, the sort of the armrest of the other thing. And then the gear sticks in the way. Tips on that one, lads. How to make your day cab comfortable when you're sitting in it for an hour. I know you can put a hammock up there, but that's just a bit above and beyond the call. But um, uh, other than that, no, I'm getting the hang of it. It's nice. I'm getting it the way I want it. You know, tidying up. Anyway. So, on the 7.5 to 18 tonne, Jeremy Hawks says, Pete, you won the lottery with that deal on a 7.5 tonner. People on here need to understand, though, that it's very rare. Um, and an exception to the norm. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. I don't know how. I got £3,300 for my old truck at auction. And there was an engine problem with it. So anyone who knows the engines, I imagine most people that go to auctions do, will know that engine was, what I think they call it, breathing. Um, everything else was 100%, though. All, everything was, you know, always done, always maintained, paperwork like that, all, all the bills, is all there. So maybe, but yeah, I think I was just lucky. Bearing in mind, I paid 5.2 for it, 5.250 and sold it for 3.3. Three, three. It cost me 1,950 quid to drive it around for 18 months. That was a result. So, And the new one seems lovely. Well, I touch wood, that looks like wood. Um, Urban Trucker <coughs> said, Pete, those rubber things you want are so commonly called stop blocks or rubber buffers. If you Google a company called TRP, Truck and Trailer Parts, they do them for all trucks and trailers. It's a generic part. I would definitely recommend you get them fitted sooner rather than later. It definitely saves the door hinges from getting damaged and also stop the bottom corners of the truck from collapsing and splitting. There's a TRP dealer in Dunstable called HTC. I hope this helps, mate. It did. It, <laughs> if I wasn't so clueless. So I went down to HTC. <clears throat> bought the bumpers, spent two over two hours drilling holes in the galvanised steel in the back of my lorry, um, 
which I believe is what the T800 was made out of in Terminator, because I, I went from four drill batteries. I know if my drills were blunt. I went from four batteries getting into it, fitted these bumpers, then realised I bought the wrong size. <laughs> so I've now got... There's a place, apparently, I was speaking to my mechanic, um, UK Trailer Parts or something like that, which is next to where the, um, the that dancing bar used to be on Junction 9, and he said, go down there. He said, they're quite good. So I might give them a batch just to see. But, I mean, the bumpers I bought were 20 quid, which would have been lovely if they'd have been the right size. I'm just hoping the holes are in the same place. Because if they're not, I'm going to have to try and drill some more holes. And that is something I'm not looking forward to. Um, Godzilla's says, if you have a look um, into how legal back doors... Oh, yeah, have a look into how legal your back doors are, Pete. The DVSA may consider them insecure. Um, so a nice little tiny chain is a good wallet emptier. So thanks for the heads up. The doors do shut. They shut and they click. But I think what must happen is the once in a blue moon, one of them pings open. So that chain is kind of like the clasp you've got on your, on your fancy bracelet that you buy your wife for the anniversary or something like that, which is it's got a clasp. But just in case once in a blue moon that comes apart, there's another little tiny chain to stop it falling off and you're losing it and you're having to replace it. like you know. But, but yeah, the doors do shut. They, they do click. But I think that's just like a, like a second thing, you know? Um, Tiffy Oso Cornwall says, um, I, Pete, your last video stated that a lorry does not have a bed in it and this will be against the law to sleep across the seats. However, it's okay for van drivers to do this. Wouldn't it be a good idea for you to lead a campaign with the CX to enable drivers to have like reasonable hotels for the night? You know, I'd love to, but I've got absolutely no truck for the CX whatsoever. <laughs> they just, they're happy for, for people to watch my videos and then join and then take extra money. That's the, that's, the whole involvement we have with them completely. Um, and I don't imagine they've got any truck with the Premier Travelling Lodge. But if there was another way around it, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know if there is a thing out there, like a union you can join or something you can join where you can get discounted rates at certain hotels. I mean, if anyone knows anything about that, let's, let's do that on the, um, on the, uh, on the wise guys and we, we stick that one in. So, but yeah, I, I don't know, mate. Uh, Lee Westcott says, I don't think it matters if you've got a sleeper cab, just charge extra for the B&B. That's what I tend to do. I tend to go, if a job pings up, and I go, well, there's one going to Newcastle, there's one going to Exeter, there's one going to um, south of um, west of Wales. But what I'll do is I'll work it out, I like to say £3 a mile, and then stick a hotel on top. I never win them, because they're always too dear, and I don't care. Because instead, then I just do one job going up and one job coming back and going. So it, it's fine. I, one day I will. I still like Harry's. I still like Harry's. He's got the Merc and he's got the nice bed and the cinema screen. You know, the kind of the windscreen that's more like cinema screen rather than my DAF, which is more like 1610 old TV screen. Although you do get to see a lot more out of DAF, um, which is why it's now one rated and can go into London. Thanks for that, Nick, you urban trucker. No, actually, no, thanks. Genuinely, thanks. Because if a job pings up, and if I'm in Bristol and there's one going to like Hounslow or Feltham, I can now do it. So that was, I did go on your computer. I did register my lorries. They have both been accepted. So now me and Gordon can go to London. Oh, and also, you know, I said he drove into London uh, because of the diversion and we was expecting a fine. We never got one. So either it's slowing coming in, or maybe they turned the cameras off because they knew there was a diversion. I don't know. But it never came in. Well, it hasn't come in yet. Um, Tony Mason says, like the phone set up, I might get one myself. Tony, this phone's fantastic. 
It is an absolute game changer. I mean, it's crazy. It, it, there's absolutely no way I can justify the expense of this mental thing, but I love it. It's like having a book in your pocket, like an electronic book. I feel like Penny out of Inspector Gadget. So if you if you want to, you just sort of go, oh, I'm here, and I just go, click. And, suddenly, and also, as you get a bit older, and your eyesight's not quite so clever, and it's kind of um, difficult to see things, it's kind of... Having it on a nice wider mini tablet, it's great. And having Road Lords, running Road Lords next to Waze is brilliant. It, I haven't come unstuck yet. I've just remeasured the truck. I'm 3.9 metres, which is about 12 foot 10. Um, so now I can actually trust it going under bridges because I, I measured it myself 10 times. But bearing in mind the fact I can't fit rubber bumpers, a, a light bulb or a windscreen wiper, I thought I don't trust this. But I reckon, I, you know. So, um, yeah, but no, the phone, I love it. I do think that as time goes by, you'll see more and more and more of them because it works great. It's really good. Steve uh, SDC Services says, Nice ah, sat-navs. He said, I use two sat-navs, TomTom main one and Google Street Maps. TomTom gets me to the industrial state, then I type the company name, I'm going to the street, and the maps works for me. What I do in the 18 ton is I have Waze and um, road doors running at the same time. And in fairness, even if you're in a Luton, you might want to consider this, because the amount of times where Waze has taken me down some very narrow country lanes, to, and I've really what I've done is theoretically shaved two minutes off the drive, but actually what I've really done is added 10 minutes on the drive, because I've had to drive so slowly and stop and do waiting places. Whereas what Waze will do is you go on both on, and Waze will say, turn right here. And you look at it, it's a seven and a half time. Nope. And it says, turn right here. And you look at it, this is no seven and a half, over seven and a half times. And I go, nope. And then you carry on going, and they both just line up again. Sorry. And they both just marry up. And then before you know it, it's like, and you look at the time added, it's like two minutes, three minutes. I'm thinking, and I've, I haven't got that grief of driving down narrow roads going, oh, I really hope I don't meet something coming the other way because this is a bit scary. When I get down to the last mile, quarter of a mile, something like that, half mile, then you think, well, there is only one way to go now, but it was working very well so far. But, yeah, probably plastic. Looks like wood. Um, uh, JC says, great information. I am waiting to try it out. Feel free, JC, no problem at all. Um, Matthew Smith says, lots of those dashs are set up. Oh, yeah, the taco thing. The taco thing. It, when you turn the ignition off, it automatically goes to bed. So, but you, what you, all you've got to do is, like, before when I used to go to a petrol station, but if I'm going on break, you turn the ignition off, it goes to hammers, so you have to put it on bed. Now, I know if it turns it off, it goes to bed, I have to put it on hammers. It's, it's the same thing, it's just a matter of getting in the habit of doing it correctly. He said, lots of those dashs have a set up on a taco, it's a pain. He said, I still go to, to cross hammers when you stop, but as soon as you turn the ignition off, it will jump back to bed, yeah. Uh, something else to add. It doesn't do it in reverse, if that makes sense. So if you stopped... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And turn the ignition off, it will jump to bed. If you override it onto hammers, for example, when you switch the ignition on, nothing will change. It literally just that jump to hammers to bed when the ignition switch off. It does it. Yeah, I've got in the habit of it. Yeah, thanks very much. It does help. And uh, yeah, that is the plan. All right, just a quick one on poaching, because like I say, we didn't, um, the video went out there, but we probably won't get the comments on. A couple of people, because I said, don't go in full stop. Um, and basically, White Van Man and Tajish Patel have said it's two years. According to the CX, if you do a job, you can't approach that customer for two years. And I have done that on the video, which I done last Friday. So I hope, you know, we'll get the comments on that. We'll get them out next week. So, um, right, straight on to the wise guys. Um, we've done a few from Gamak here. He had some questions here. He says, I'm looking to set up a one-man skip firm. What do I need to show to get my operator's license? Could do with a bit of help here. He says, I'm also intending to get, um, he said, but I only have 9K to set up my business. With my statements being zero, I, um, something about, it's eight four just to use that statement. He says, I wanted to buy a wagon and I've got, I wanted to buy a wagon, got a place to park it overnight, which is good. That's the hardest part of getting operators, is finding somewhere to park it overnight. And someone can confirm the mechanic and the operator set up. I was just worried my rating will affect me at the minute um, until the funds come into the bank. The long and short of it is this, you need to have, for one space, I think it's £8,400 and then £4,200 for every space after it. Something around that thing. But you don't actually have to have that money physically in the bank. You just have to have that money available. So whether it can be blank credit cards or an overdraft facility or and any, anything in your name. Alternatively, you just apply and get everything done that you can. Say, this is where I'm parking it. This is where the mechanic is. This is where, um, this is what, you know, everything else. And they'll say, everything, this is the, everything is fine. The only thing you want to be careful about is taking the advert out in the paper. Because if you take the advert out in the paper and there's no... I don't quite know how it works. You might have to fill me in on this, guys. So I think if you fill all the criteria and they go, everything's fine, the advert's fine, no one's complained, you just haven't got enough money. I wonder if you just keep going, go, right, I've got more money this month, I've got more money, and they go, right, okay, you've got enough money now. Or if it goes on for a longer period of time, they go, look, you're going to have to do the advert again because, you know, you've overrun your time. So I'm going to put that one out to the wise guys. Should he apply now and get everything done or should he wait until he's got the funds in there and apply then? So there we go, guys. Well, I'll get them. To get, I'll get the people that know better to me to get back to you, Gamak. But um, and hopefully we'll get you a definitive answer for next week. Um, and Callum Sinclair says, "Hi, Pete. Likes the videos. Um, currently following. Is what's going on. Uh, doing the same kind of thing. Like, he says. However, I'm confused about a hoardage. 
whether you can operate with just the tractor unit itself to pick up loads or you expect it to have trailers too. Um, I, again, I don't know, but I, I'm not 100% sure because we I don't look for anything above 18 tonne. But I don't think there's that much work on the CX for tractor trailer pickups. It's like my mate Ian does that. That's what he does. He's got tra he has actually got trailers. But he'll drop a trailer. No, I don't know if he has actually. He drops trailers and picks trailers all the time. Um, I don't know if there's much work on the HX for that. So, guys... Let's get back to Callum. Is there work for just tractor trailer units or does he need his own trailer? And again, if he has got his own trailer, I know Nick the Urban Truck has got like the, the mini trailer. Um, I assume it's a mini trailer, hence the Urban Trucker name. Um, is there a lot of work and does it pay? So let's get back to Callum on that one. So that, that, that's one for the wise guys. Well, hopefully, gentlemen, we'll get back to you next week on that. So uh, just a quick one on trucks. <laughs> back to Nick, you know, I mentioned this earlier. He said, Pete, it's your fault. You shouldn't ask um, to add vehicles to the DBS system. Ask how to add other things. Um, uh, wasn't it your driver, Gordon, who delivered in the N25? Went, yeah, it was. If we'd have had that track registered, at least we'd have only been done for the 100 quid. But um, as it was, it hasn't come through anyway. Um, yeah, so, but um, he said, you'll now be fighting to get into the Mercedes x because it's not DVS compliant. Enjoy your 18-tonner in London, mate. Yeah, mate, I am grateful. Genuinely, I am, because, like I say, if I'm ever in, like, uh, if, else is, if I'm in Bristol, and there's a return job, and it's 18-ton, and it's 14 pallets, and it's going to Hounslow, and they need it on the hurry-up, and they pay good money, I'll take it into London. I don't mind. Once in a while, don't hurt, does it, really? It's just hard. But um, it's not it's not that hard, you know. There are worse things to do. So um, yeah, all cool, mate. So we're now going to come to another little bit of the show, which is the world of Steve Campbell. <laughs> Steve is a regular um, commenter on the channel. I'm just going to give you all a little rundown of what's happening in Steve's life right now. So um, he says, Steve, "Chubby Brown did a clean joke." Yeah, apparently he did one. He used to be the very Chubby Brown was the mayor of Royston Vasey in the League of Gentlemen. Because Royston Vasey is Chubby Brown's real name. Uh, I used to love League of Gentlemen. It was, it was both the, the funniest and most horrific thing I've ever seen on TV. Just frightened the life out of me. I love them boys. They're brilliant. They do that inside number nine now. Really, really good. Really clever. Um, he said, right, he's, he's doing the bins. He said, I'm cleaning the bins on Friday in the storm. That was like last Friday, wasn't it? He said, I've got soaking wet. It was like I was completing a north run chasing wheelie bins down the road down to Wall's End. He said, uh, and my boss has messed him about with the operator's scheme. Because he, he, he's, he's overweight with water. He's like, he says, um, been driving a 2.8 tonne transit. The rear shocks are gone. Um, uh, he said, my, a few calls about people complaining about my erratic driving. I don't drive erratically. It's just difficult with a full tank of water. But as soon as um, being courier driving bigger vans and wagons, I used to have long wheelbase minibuses for the family car. Um, yeah, other drivers tell me I drive too fast. I've got some pics of Vin uh, Van Dragon. Yeah, basically he's driving around in a very, very heavy wet van at the moment, I think. And he says free free speech is a wonderful thing, uh, except for getting sentenced to twenty one weeks inside for saying something on Facebook about the mayor. So Steve's still out there doing the thing. That's just Steve. Good to see you. Um, and now we come down to the proper bits, which is the miscellaneous questions. Miscellaneous questions is um, yeah. So Lee Westcott, he says, who is actually making the real money, the CX driver or is it the shipper? I think <coughs> it depends. Um, it depends on which shipper, how successful they are. Some do very well, some not so well. Um, it depends on who knows what they're doing. It's um, it for, for the van point of view, it depends how many vans you've got and how many customers you've got. 
who's making the real money, I don't know. You, you know, I used to think Eddie Stobart must be the guy making the real money because he's got a million lorries anywhere and then the rumours were going around that they were going bust because they were selling everything too cheap. So, don't know, my friend. I don't think it matters. I think it's as long as you guys can do it and you can get it together, that's the main thing. Yeah? Uh, B. Carroll says, oh, because I did the police story about, you know, every time I used to get followed by a police car, I used to get nervous. And said so one day I realised that I wasn't actually doing anything wrong. He says, um, he said, during the first lockdown, when every police car would follow you for a minute and then blast past me, I used to think they were running plates. I was getting paranoid, but I never got pulled over. Um, this new countrywide ULES sounds like a replacement for road vehicle tax. It is getting that way with the road, with the um, ULES, isn't it? Everybody wants a bit. Well, you can understand why. Everybody's going, oh, this is a nice little money spinner. We'll all do that. But it's, it's, again, as I said the other day, it's like in The Incredibles. Once the zone goes absolutely everywhere, it becomes pointless. They go, well, just do one, one thing to cover the whole country and you can drive everywhere. And it is just another form of tax. Shocking. Um, Jeremy Hawke says, he said, I've got a new subject for the right honourable members. Sorry to say this, but these are the facts. Um, I'm now into my fourth decade. Couriers these days are scruffy and it looks bad. Uh, back in our day, we was all dressed smart and it's now tracksuit bottoms, logo t-shirt. It's not right. Sorry, but it had to be said. I always say, be presentable. Be smart, be polite, call people sir, unless of course in the building site that you can call people mate. You know, tidy van, you look tidy. I don't think you necessarily have to wear, I mean, again, the Starbucks mob used to wear a kip on tie, didn't they, really? But polo shirts are good, you know, jeans are good as long as they're clean, you want your boots and all that kind of stuff. I do tend to wear logo t-shirts, I'm honest with you, but it's just a personal thing, I kind of like it. But, and I've got me combats. Always clean and tidy, got my boots, tend to keep them clean and tidy. And of course, most of the time I don't see the t-shirts, I'm in a high-vis anyway. The second I jump out of the van, the high-vis tends to go on. So, um, but <clears throat> yeah, I know, it, you kind of are ambassadors, aren't you, really? Uh, ambassadors, we are ambassadors for our profession. And hopefully we can do our bit to sort of raise the game a little bit. At one stage, we were heroes. They were clapping us at one stage alongside nurses and surgeons. I'm not sure that, you know, performing open heart surgery and delivering Lego are the same sort of strata, but um, I was getting clapped anyway. Now, just in case you're driving a van. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Um, Bogdan Radu says, um, so give some good advice on feedback. He said, give me some good feedback and I'll do the next one cheaper. He said, I don't think that's good advice in my opinion. I don't actually remember saying that, Bogdan Radu, to be honest with you. I might have done. Um, but then that was in, I mean, some of these videos go back quite a long way and I might have done a link to one, which is kind of inaccurate now. And as I say, most of the stuff on this channel is, um, wrong or at least large inaccurate. So you want to bear that in mind. But the thing about it is you do it your own way. I wouldn't recommend anyone says I'll do the next job cheaper if you give me good feedback. I would say what you should say is, you know, leave them in the notes, say thanks very much. Thanks very much for the job. Hope everything went well. I've uploaded the PODs. The hard copies come in the post. If you can, can you please give me some good feedback? And feedback's not the be-all and end-all. It helps, and it is definitely a contributing factor, but it's not all the be-end and end-all. The main contractor seems to be price. But, yeah, no, I, I, if I said that, it was probably something I said in the past, and, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, I wouldn't say I'll do it cheaper for the next one. So if I did, I apologise. Lee Westcott says... On the note of fuel prices, it's about time we had a fuel strike. Fuel prices are getting crazy. I was speaking to Ken uh, this morning, the geezer owns this place, and um, oh yeah, he owns it, rents it, um, and he's just gone up ten pence. 
because obviously the Russian thing, which is scary, and the gas pipeline and the fuel, and oh, it's all gone through the roof. And of course, no one's going to want to pay any more money on a job. No one's going to turn and say, well, you did it for 65, but you know, it's 65 pound last week, now it's 70 because diesel's dear, and they ain't going to want to pay. So it's just, it's, it'll be a hit on us. The one thing we've done, we've um, employed a broker because the fuel car people kept clocking the price up. The American ones. They keep clocking the price up and then you tell them they bring it down again. And they clock the price up. And then you ring them and they bring it down again. And then they clock the price up. And in the end, you get bored of ringing them. Well, what we've done now is we've got a broker. We've got three fuel cars, three fuel firms at the moment there. Um, and um, he rings like everybody, gets the best price, gives you the best price, and they charge you for the... Um, for the privilege. So we'll see how that one goes. We'll see if that works. If that works, I'll recommend him. If it doesn't, I won't. Um, Sinextro says, I do Peter Courier Drive. Oh, yeah, to pass time. What he does when he's sitting on a bay to pass time is he watches my old videos. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you, sir. So um, I suppose there's things. There are plenty of things you can do to pass time on a bay. You can um, you can learn to play guitar. You can write poetry. You can learn French. You can learn to play banjo. But if you learn to play banjo, you go to jail. Um, that's it. It's just a quick one this week because, like I say, mainly it was all to do with um, going out in at seven and a half ton, seven and a half ton to eighteen ton, and I have been falling behind a little bit on my videos. But I will pick up. I will pick up again now. I'm back in the big truck. And I'm out running. And finally, in conclusion, we've got Rain Wa Wayne Rawlings, who says, at the end of the video, you, of the, the truck video, you reminded me of Herbert Lom, who was Clouseau's boss. Strangely, Wayne, I was quite pleased with that. <laughs> I used to like him. He was one of his, he's got the twitch. He ended up in the padded cell, which is the same as me, because they won't let me have sharp objects, which means I have to get my POD signed with crayons. That's not true. Uh, right, that's it done, guys. Yeah, like I say, a bit of a quick one this week because of the way things were. Uh, but I'll get back up to speed. Hope you're. I'm going to go and use that now. Oh God, <laughs> I wonder how long it'll last. Week, maybe two. Um, and after I've done that, it's the weekend. Have a lovely weekend. When Monday comes, take care. Take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.